Mice and men, mice and men, many, many men. Many, many, many mice. Many mumbling mice singing midnight music by the moonlight. Mighty mice. mice. <laughs> You're welcome. That's what happens when you have a three-year-old. You can recite any Dr. Seuss right off top. <laughs> he just looked right now. Holy shit. We're actually going to fucking yeah. talk to him. Let's go. Holy shit. Oh my God. I'm going to lose it. Did oh you know God, that he's not up. really from uh, Miami? He's actually from New York originally. I'm going to throw up. You're going to be fine. That. You're going to be fine. We got this. Oh God. Oh dear God. You got this. Come on. Ooh, we just got done talking babe. to Tyler for five hours. I know, but it's done. I know, right? <laughs> like, Thank you, Drake. Bro, Drake. No, for real. Shout out to Drake. Because yes. if it wasn't for Drake putting out God's plan, this would have never worked. Was so, it God's plan? Yeah, it was God's plan. So uh, <laughs> what we're talking about is uh, yesterday I made a hype video, like a 10 second hype video for Josh with just our artwork and some music behind it. And he liked it. And he said, let's hop on the podcast. I was like, fuck yeah. And here we are. Yeah, I knew he was born in New York. He talked about that on Big Brother, didn't he, or whatever. Yeah. I think in like his intro or whatever, he said like, born in New York, raised in Miami, Cubano, baby. What up? <laughs> Dude, his fucking, I got to find that His intro, intro for Big, Big Brother. Brother. Oh my God. That. If anybody is listening and you have not heard that or seen it, like, oh, we're going to, we're going to put a clip. Uh, I'm just going to read Instagram. it verbatim real quick. Okay, there you go. It. Yeah. <laughs> it was put into our group at one point. That's yeah. right. I remember some guy put it in there. Let oh me see my here. gosh. I remember that. He loves Josh. Oh God. All right. He goes, let me introduce you to the future multi-time champ and future go. This is Josh. He's born in Miami, but his heritage is 100% Cubano, baby. People look at him like he's some party kid, but he was born into business. Baby. Oh my God. Calm down. <laughs> hey, how you doing, bud? What's up, friends? How's it going? Good. I thank you for hitting us with the hello, friends. That that strikes a big brother chord in my heart. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man, I'm honestly, I feel so bad. I feel like this has been long overdue. We've been scheduling this, so I'm excited to talk to you guys. Oh, dude, we're so stoked. I mean, we told you we're big fans. Um, we caught you originally yeah. on Big Brother. Like, that was my show. She got me into the challenge. He got me into Big Brother. Yeah. I think it was actually on Josh's yeah. season. Wasn't that the first one we yes. watched together? Yeah, it was what? Josh's season. Oh, God. Yes, it was the first season we ever watched <laughs> together. Oh, my God. Don't lie to me. I mean, look, I, I know there's lists online, but to me, like, your guys' season and maybe like seven are like two of my favorites like just the way they played out nice. and the energy yeah but dude so i appreciate it, man thank you for taking the time we know how busy you are um without no. any further uh, going any further my name's rick this is my wife karina we were supposed to have our other co-host josh i think you chat with him a little bit too yeah yeah yeah. unfortunately he's got like some family stuff going on so he's not gonna be able to make it but uh okay but um, he sends his love yeah. he's a huge fan and he's like really upset yeah, he can't make it <laughs> He's reached out a couple times and I've been in contact with him, but um, no, you guys seem super cool, man. And obviously, like, I've seen that you guys interviewed some of my castmates, some of my favorite castmates. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> so it's, I'm excited to talk to you guys. Oh, man. Well, then let's hop right into it. So yeah, uh, do, the first thing I want to ask is um, a lot of people think you're actually born and raised in Miami, but you're actually originally from New York. Is that right? From Jersey. Yes, yeah. so I was born in Jersey, uh, raised in like West New York area. A lot of people don't know West New York, but it's like by, um, by like Edgewater, Hoboken. 
yeah, yeah, like yeah. 10 minutes. Yeah. So um, my all my family is either in Jersey or in Cuba. We have like my parents, my siblings and like my aunt um, and a few cousins here in Miami. But yeah, originally from Jersey. Yeah. Wow, oh, man, that's awesome. So, um, so one thing we like to ask is, um, before you got into reality TV, like, what were you working for? What were your goals? Like, what was, you know, your 10 year yeah. plan kind of thing? So honestly, my dream growing up was always to play sports. I played uh, baseball growing up. And then I went into college my freshman year, I played a little bit, but, um, you know, I had to start working and helping my family and putting myself through college, I had to stop. Um, but that was always my dream. I graduated college, I was 22 years old. Um, I remember I had this marketing job, I, a pretty good pay, honestly, right out of college. I internshiped with them and it was a marketing job uh, for a tech company in um, New York. And I was just, I was depressed. I was like, this is not for me. Like I, I, like the whole corporate lifestyle, I respect it, but I wanted so much more out of my life. Like I'm an adrenaline junkie. I love adventures. I love, you know, doing new things. So I was just like, I can't sit in an office. I remember I was working the job for like six months and I was depressed. I was like, this is not my thing and the one show that i watched growing up like our family show was big brother every sunday like i would literally sit in front of the tv and no distract i would just binge watch big brother um and i remember they dropped it was like season 18 i think well i had already applied three times in a row didn't get on um and then i was like they're never gonna cast me i'm like i'm not the fit miami guy that they wanted i was like they're never gonna cast me um and my mom my mom like i was basically venting to her about how like I didn't want to do this marketing thing and I didn't want to go to New York. She's like, just send in the video for Big Brother. And I did. And it was like a two video sitting on my sofa, just talking shit. And from there, just like <laughs> the casting process went pretty quick. Um, but yeah, man, it just completely changed my life. I never thought four years later, I would still be doing reality TV. And I'm just blessed that like that one little conversation with my mom sparked this whole thing, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Well, dude, I'm glad that you guys, you had that decision to go through and do that because uh, we would definitely be less entertained without you in the world, Josh, <laughs> I'm going to be honest. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Yeah, I mean, it's a bit of a craziness all the time, but uh, I, I mean, you know, reality TV is tough, dude. It's really hard, but, um, you know, I go on there, I do my thing, and I'm glad that at least somebody... Some of you guys enjoy the entertainment and the madness. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. I think oh, I love it. I think challenge fans just have a mistake. Like they think I I know there's a lot of people that say horrible things, but there are some people that are just genuine fans. And and they're yeah. not fans of everybody, right? But they think you're over the top. And I'm like, bro, you never saw him in Big Brother. <laughs> yeah, Big Brother was just crazy, man. I just I, you know, people think like when people meet me in real life, they're like, holy shit, you're actually really nice and you're pretty chill. And I was like, yeah, I'm not locked in a house for four months. Yeah. Isolated from society. It's 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 a pressure cooker. So it brings out the honesty. Reality TV brings out the worst. But um, I mean, I guess that's why I'm good at it. I don't know. But <laughs> it, it it is really intense and it does bring out, you know, it it's set up to break you um, and to make you crack. And ironically, call me crazy, but I'm I, I've fallen in love with it. Like, I love filming. Like it's, it's <laughs> the good, the bad, all of it. I just, I just love the whole process now. Well, I think you, it, a certain type of person plays really well for it. And that's someone that wears their emotions somewhat on their sleeve. Right. And everyone on the cast of the challenger, big brother, wears their emotions on their sleeve. They're not afraid to speak up if they feel slighted or if they don't like something they've seen. Um, so I think that obviously plays well into reality TV, but I think that's the most interesting thing we've found out is, you know, we've seen the edit of you, right? We see the edit of you getting into fights and arguments on the show. 
And we think, oh my God, like his castmates don't like him. And then it starts coming out like, no, bro, you're like one of the most liked castmates out there. Consistently. Like, consistently. The like people always say how much they love you, how loyal you are. And it really shows that there is an edit and then there's the person there is. Right. And I think it's a, it's a, it's a fine line. Yeah. And, it, and I think yeah, that a lot of fans don't credit it. I think that's the one thing that I struggled with for a bit, especially on the challenge and joining the challenge. Um, as, like, I think where it hit me really hard was like my third season. Um, and I accepted, I had to accept the fact that like, okay, this is, this is what they choose to show of me. This is what makes for good TV. This is what the archetype or the character that they want to put me out to be. And I accepted it. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, if that's what you're going to highlight of my personality and that's what you guys want, and I give you so much, like you've seen the friendships. I mean, you, you don't really see it on TV, but you know, I've built gen, I've grown to love some of these people, like my family. Some of them have become some of my best friends, especially uh, the group that we had this season. And, you know, it's, it's, that just doesn't make for good TV. So I guess like the emotions and the, the temper and the explosions and all that arguments, that's the part that they love to show me yeah. um i wish that they would do and i think that they are with me and 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 i think that you know as i continue to do more and more seasons people will get to see that side of me but i think that um you know i just had to accept the fact that it's like that's what they're going to show and whoever's going to think that that's me all the time then i really don't care anymore i don't care it, it was hard for me to like accept the fact that like i don't do this i mean not that i don't do this for the fans but i don't do this for acceptance or for for you know for people to like me, I do it because it's the best experience of my life and I'm able to financially support myself and help my family. And I've been very fortunate and lucky to continue to get called back. So, you know, once you accept that fact, it becomes much easier and lighter and it's not as hard, but I it did for a while. I was like, this is just who they want me to be on the show. And I'm just going to have to, and I struggled with it for real, honestly, but now I don't care. Good. 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 I mean, it. yeah, I think you can take any challengers three-year season clip, like a three-year clip of them, and you can typecast them, right? Like any of them, CT, Wes, Car Maria, any of them. But if you take a long distance, like what we're seeing with Kyle now, right? Because the first three years, we only saw certain parts of Kyle. But now over the, the, what, seven seasons he's done, we get a good idea. What, you're on season five? Five. Yeah, you continue going, you know, we're going to start seeing that different arc and that different character because yeah. they can't show you the same way the whole time. They're going to have to give you growth. And yeah. I'm waiting for it. And yeah, I know I'm, I'm <laughs> jumping way ahead here. What I want to know, though, is how did you make the transition from Big Brother to the challenge? Um, so like how I got cast on the challenge or was it something you were interested in? Like, did you know about the challenge no. before? Oh, I so when I got off of Big Brother, I mean, I love I I love the whole filming process of Big Brother, but I thought I thought I was done. I was like, I genuinely thought I was gonna get, I get out of the house. I won. I was gonna just set myself up to like, you know, be financially free for the next few years, or like just invest. And like, I never thought reality TV was gonna continue for me. And as soon as I got off, the very next month, they called me for Chances to Stars. That's the first MTV show I got called for. Oh, wow. Actually, no, I'm lying. I, I'm lying. They a few years back they did Fear Factor and me and Christmas got called for that. Oh wow! Um, we and for contract purposes we couldn't do I couldn't film for a whole year. Um, so when they called me for Champs and I got that fucking it was a big offer. I was like, holy shit! I begged CBS like, please let me do it. They told me no, so I basically told them to be listen. I'm in contract till next year September. Um, if you guys are interested, you know I would love to do a, another show uh, I, to do a show with you guys. They literally called me. 
I think it was Vendettas. They reached out to me and Jessica Graff for my season. Oh, wow. Um, and, yeah. And we couldn't do that. And then from there, they just kept hitting me up. Um, so, yeah, they, I think they were interested because of the madness that I created on Big Brother, but they constantly throughout the year reached out to me and then I was able to get on after that contract. So, yeah, it just it spiraled, honestly. Imagine him and Jessica on Vendettas. On Vendettas. That, that would be wild. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, that was the first time me and Jess actually spoke. We like, we like, I think I texted her. I was like, are we going to do this? And we jumped on a call for like an hour. But at that point, she, I think she had just gotten, I think she was just pregnant. She really wasn't interested in it. They had just done race. And, you know, that's the first time we talked and that's more like we kind of started a friendship. But um, yeah, I think Jess would have done great if she would have gotten on. Well, that was actually one of my questions I wanted to ask is because it seemed like the most animosity was between in the Big Brother house was between you, Jess and um, Cody. Cody. And yeah. if you guys had kind of mended those fences and how that had worked. So it's good to hear that you guys. Oh, had- yeah. Yeah. I mean, I with everyone in Big Brother from my season, I have nothing but love for them. It was it was a very intense season. It was honestly one of the fucking hardest experiences of my life. Um Cause I, I always like been, I, I'm such a naturally like loving, caring person and I'm a friendly dude. And in there was like the first time where not the first time, but it was like, okay, some of these people generally don't fucking like me. And I had to be okay with that. Yeah. Um, but now nothing, but nothing but love for them. I'm so happy, especially for Justin Cody with their babies and the life they've built and to just see everybody on my season doing good, you know, I just couldn't be proud. Like, I'm just happier for them. It's awesome. I mean, I know in the challenge world, the Big Brother group doesn't get the love <laughs> and the respect, but it's really no yeah. different than the real world, right? Yeah. Except, yeah. you know, you're stuck in a house with no contact to the outside world, but you guys are still castmates and you have that same uh, camaraderie after the season's over, typically, is from what I've seen. Yeah. And even outside of that, with multiple different seasons, you know, because I know, like, I've seen you online talking with Janelle and, you know, different people. So it's, it's interesting to see that grow. And uh, Mm -hmm. I think it's going to be real interesting. Obviously I know you probably can't say anything about, but with the new announcement from CBS with them bringing the challenge over and the contracts and, you know, because I know that your season was one of the most casted seasons for the challenge Mm -hmm. because Mark Jansen was also an alternate on uh, what was it? Double agents. Yeah. Yeah, Double agents. So he was there with Jenny. Yeah. And and we've talked about like how great Christmas would be on there and and everything else. And so it's going to be interesting to see how this all plays out. I wonder why Um, Christmas has been. I'm not sure. I don't think I'm not even sure if she hasn't been asked but i think she would absolutely kill it kill it on the challenge it's it's like way up rally more than even big brother so i think that she would be a great addition to the show um especially with her whole crossfit and like everything she's done with that um but i think with the whole cbs thing i think it's the best move for the network and for the show i think that the show's you know some people love it some people hate it but i think that the show's growing and i think that you know when i first started like i said i was in contract and i'm really excited for a lot of these um, especially from this newer season to have the opportunities of just like being able to jump over without being tied down for a year. Yeah. Um, so I think it's going to be amazing for the network. It's going to be amazing for all of us. Um, and I'm hyped. I'm really excited to see what they got going on. Cause I think the show is just going to keep going up from here and, and I'm just happy to be a part of it. all. Well, 
it, I think for like yeah. reality TV fans, because I mean, we're not just challenge fans, like we said, it, it's like the mending of all the worlds. Because we've always had the discussion, like what's the best Big Brother player to go that would go to the challenge? Like how would Dr. Will have done, you know, that kind of thing? Or how would Wendell Holland from Survivor do on the challenge? And mm-hmm. we finally kind of get to see those people under this format. Maybe, who knows? Yeah. We don't know who's going to get cast. Well, what is that? Would, yeah, but- I would love to see Wendell cross. I mean, Wendell would be fucking amazing at the challenge. So I wish he, I hope so. Who knows? We'll see. But I, I fingers crossed Wendell at some point does get on. Well, I know you being a fan of reality TV like us, you're going to be watching just as well. Yeah. Um, So another thing I wanted to ask uh, about kind of going into the challenge is going into uh, war of the worlds being your rookie year. It's a hell of a season to get thrown into with a lot of, big players and you end up getting teamed up uh you got eliminated at first if i remember correctly and then you got brought back because of an injury and end up getting paired with amanda how was all that process behind the scenes because the scenes that we saw it was it was conflicting quite often oh my god war of the worlds was if if i couldn't it was the perfect introduction for the chaos the madness and the the animosity i was going to walk into and going into the whole challenge world and so being paired with Amanda, she didn't make it easy on me. But I think it like, you know, it, it gave me the proper introduction into the challenge. To be real with you, I was mentally just like that. I got perched out and obviously winning my season. I felt that pressure. I had gotten leaked probably a month before going on the show. And I saw, I think the, first, the worst thing I did was feed into everything online. Everything that was, it was just a buildup. By the time I got on set, I was burnt out. And I was sleep deprived. It was just so bad. Um, And honestly, getting purged and having that reset, I was in a hotel room for like three days. I was able to sleep. I probably slept the whole time, Uh, get my mind right, and then jump kind of into the game. So, you know, people give me shiffer, but I think it worked out perfectly for me. And working with Amanda, uh, it was hard. It was fucking hard. I love Amanda to death now, (laughs) but it was really tough. But I think that she's the reason why I continued on the show because if it wasn't for Amanda, and all the animosity, all the chaos, like she had so much shit going on with everybody. I probably wouldn't have been involved in much of my rookie season. And I was so overprotective of her that it, like I, I became like her defender in the house um, that it, it made me get involved in situations that probably were in my fights, but I was looking out for her and it made for good TV. So I think that she was kind of like in the moment I was so I hated being partnered with her. But now when I look at it, I was like. I give Amanda a lot of credit for where I'm at now because if it wasn't for her, I probably wouldn't still be doing the show. I wouldn't have stood out out of a cast full of like all these heavy hitters, like all the bets that were on there were all legends. You got all these rookies with big personalities. So Amanda did help me a lot, I think. I I guess to like stand out in a way from the pack. It makes sense, yeah. Yeah, it's trial by fire for sure, though. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So 100%. one thing I, I, I like to ask, um, especially cast members that have been multiple seasons is you get to meet a lot of different people. Obviously there's a lot of returning cast, um, but you get to meet a lot of people and you get to build these relationships. Who's someone that you built a friendship with that you were genuinely surprised. Like you thought that friendship was never going to be there, but you guys have actually become friends. Devin. Yeah, really? Devin, 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 a hundred percent. I, when I tell you I don't have hate for anybody in the world, I hated Devin. I I could not. He could not walk into the same room as me and double agents. Like he would walk in the room and the tension. I just wanted to like jump at the guy. Yeah. Um. I never thought we would be friends. I just he 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 has this like 
cockiness to him, like this, this arrogance. But once you get to meet him and you literally get to genuinely see Devin for who he is, he has one of the biggest hearts. He is such a genuine dude. I fucking love the guy. I would literally fucking, from wanting to fight him to now, I would literally, if we were to go into the next season, somebody come from, I would jump, like I would fight, I would defend the guy. You know, you really, if you see him on the show, you truly, you see a side of him. And I think that that's what he puts on and that's who he is. And that's like his shell, but like such a good dude. I, I fucking love the guy. He's helped me a lot. I'll give you a little short story. I was having the worst anxiety and panic attack I've probably had on any show that I was on this past season early on. And it was just the quarantine cracked me like we quarantined for 20 something days. I was already like in a hotel room going crazy. Devin and Tori talked me off the ledge. I was ready to quit the show. I was ready to leave. And it was like week two in the house. And I thank him every single day that he, you know, looked out for me. And that just goes to show the heart that he has. Cause you know, I think that doesn't translate on the show, but he's just, I mean, I could talk, for hours about all the good traits that he has, but he's generally somebody that I'm shocked that I I've grown to love as such a good friend and, and, and respect. Really glad you made that friendship because that yeah. intro yeah, to that intro to 37 was oh hot with you three in the car, you, him and Fessy. <laughs> <laughs> we were laughing the whole time. I don't think production were like, all right guys, get serious. And we were literally sitting in the car waiting to roll up, just cracking up like they wouldn't set us up in the same car. <laughs> um, so yeah. And, and, and you know what game aside, I think that that's, he's such an underestimated player. Devin has one of the best social games in that house. Oh, yeah. And people genuinely, and they need to show more of it. I want to see his, like, and they did this season, but people go to him for, you know, answers, like, within challenges and just, like, guidance of, like, how to vote, how to play the game. He had such control this season. And he is, he is such a good player. So I just, I'm, I'm hyped to see how he continues to just grow his, his you know, in his game on this show. But yeah, I love the guy. I mean, I fucking love the dude. Yeah, we're we're big Devin fans here. Yeah, he was actually, insane. yeah, he was, he, dude, he was so nice. We like, we he literally, was our first guest. we literally hadn't talked to anybody. We hadn't even talked online oh, to ourselves. Nice. And, and he, he hopped on. He did our us, first so. interview with us and he was so cool. Like wow. he was just such a cool guy. And, and he's been so supportive even since we've interviewed him with everything else we do. So much yeah. love to Devin. We we love Devin around here. So big Devin fans out here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, it speaks to your character too, because yeah. you know, like not a lot of people can go from that kind of level of fighting in in conflict into friendship, but we've seen you seem to do it quite often. I, I, was, like, I was gonna say, I mean, you were saying that you you kind of mended everything from you know Big Brother. So that tells me that the the pots and the pans got put away. And, yeah. uh, you know, I mean, Mark, Mark almost killed you. Um, and you yeah. guys are cool now, I'm assuming. Yeah. 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 We're, we're really cool. Um, haven't spoken to him in a while, but there's, there's nothing but love for him there. Listen, I started my, it was my first show that I did and it was all new to all of us. But I think for me, I don't hold grudges. It's one, it's not healthy for me. It doesn't benefit me at all. No. And, um, you know, unless you go to like the point where it's like you, you genuinely disrespect me or disrespect somebody I love, then I, I'm a very forgiving person. And, um, I get over things, you know, quickly. Cause I just, I, I just move on either, you know, I, I get over it and I move on and I send you nothing but love and I cut you out of my life or, you know, I just, I, I just can't hold on to that shit. So that's how I deal with situations and with conflict. But I can say, like, with Mark, with Mark and Devin especially, I thought I would never have friends with those two. And I'm really glad that we're in a good place now. And 
yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. TV is just a crazy, it's set up to build division and, and, and conflict and all that. But um, yeah, I'm happy, especially with those two that we're able to get over and past it. Well, yeah, I was going to mention, I remember from, I think it was your second season, War of the Worlds 2, you and CT. Like, I, I haven't seen oh, yeah, CT get heated like that since, like, old CT. Like, yeah. I'll give you a backstory on that. I'll yes. give you the backstory on that. CT was not even mad at me. CT was mad that production was not giving him a cigarette. Like, they did not uh, give him a cigarette, I think, for a few days. They didn't want smoking on scene, in scene and on set. And he was just fed up. And I just so happened to be in his crosshair. I, I so happened to be in his room. Um, and I'm the type of person where I don't fear, I'm not scared of anyone. I won't back down. I will argue with you for two, three hours. Like I will get my point across. Um, and I, I mean, I obviously knew CT was like that, but I, me and CT never had that blood. I think we've always had drunken arguments, but like the very next day we'll hug it out and it was all good. And I have nothing but love for CT. So the arguments that we had on this show was us either drunk or we're kind of the same with like temper and all that. So it's just, but for me, it's not that intense. Like it's not, it, I don't know. I, I never had bad blood. In my heart, I never had bad blood with CT. I was going to say, they made it look like it was like, it was about to, but when yeah. you give it a little bit more backstory, it, makes about it, to go, it yeah. was about to go down, but it was, it was, and me not being a person that backs down him, obviously being CT with his temper. Um, but it all stemmed from like him not getting his cigarettes. And I just so happened to be the person that he liked to get out on. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I was going to say it obviously wasn't long lasting because I mean, we've seen, you know, you at his birthday and vice versa and hanging out, like, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, obviously the Miami connection, I mean, it looks like y'all are all starting to head down to Miami. It's like becoming right, challenge central. Yeah. Yeah. It's Tori's like 20 minutes for me. Um, so yeah, everybody's and everybody that comes into town hits us up and we all link up and hang out here and have a good time. And, there's always people flying in and out of town. So yeah, Miami, I guess, is the, the challenge hotspot now. Right. Oh yeah, it's getting it. there. That's it's getting so there. Cool. <laughs> and you know what? That's one thing like about that season with War of the Worlds too. I think that was the last season where we really had um, a really nice selection of like rookie, like in challenge term rookies, oh. like three-year players and then midterm vets and then the high level, the CTs, the bananas, the Wes's. Um, I agree, yeah. You know, I and that's something I'm hoping that we're going to get back to. No, no offense to the rookies. It was cool to see a new fresh meet. Basically, it was what it was. We got some good rookies out of it. Too. We got some really good rookies out of it, too. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's the purpose, right? Like, I think Logan, Emmanuel, Emmy, like there's Priscilla. There's quite a few. But I would love to see you guys get back to that kind of like core challenge because oh, yeah. I want to see you <laughs> compete against. Same. Yeah, I want to see you compete against Bananas. I want to see you compete against Wes. And, you know, it, yeah, same. I, I would even love to compete against some of the more old school people like Derek, Mark. I want to see, I mean, for me, if I can have, if I can decide what next season would be, not talking about the CBS one, I would love to see old school versus new school or some, yeah. something along those lines. Like, yeah. Or even like, you know, bring in some rookies, but we're already doing that with CBS. I think that's their plan to bring in all these rookies and, and, and bring them into the, the flagship. But um, I would love to have a season where, more vet like seasoned vet players uh competing against them you know because the yeah. fans want to see it we definitely want to see it we want to see how we stack up against them so yeah that's what i want to see happen with the next few seasons of the challenge oh. so i agree um, with you guys almost like a um like a all-stars and flagship kind of crossover where you guys kind of go Hell against yeah. each other like that would be dope like all-stars yeah. versus flagship like that would be so yep. cool I'm down for that. Right? <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, like the big talking groups or big chat in the groups is like 
38, 39 are going to be kind of buildups. What we've been talking, like they've been yeah. hinting at X's and rivals and you know that. And then 40 is going to be like the blowout, either all-stars versus flagship or like the best of the best, like a real all-stars kind of thing because they seem to do blowouts every 10 years, like 30 years, 30, 30. 20 was, yeah, 20 was cutthroat. 30 was dirty, 30, you know, it's just big. They do big I mean, moves. I can't say much, but I know no. that they are, I mean, I think it's going to be, I think these next few seasons are going to be fucking sick, but I think that, yeah, there's definitely a build. It's coming. Like it's, it's coming. It has they, to. They're it has building to. up for that. They, I think that like with this one, they definitely want to introduce new faces and all that stuff, but they're, I think they know what the fans want and they're building up to it. And I think that these next three seasons, these next few seasons are going to be fucking epic. So yeah, I'm excited. I'm if I'm on it, if I'm not, I don't know, but I'm, I'm yeah, I'm stoked also. I'm hyped. Yeah. Well, I am going to take this opportunity because I oh, it's gosh. not a secret <laughs> that production loves you because they've admitted it on the main podcast, right? So <laughs> um, if you get the opportunity yeah. to tell them and get that season 40 going, that blowout's the best of the best. It can happen. You know, I think that, and, and you know, there's people that support me and then there's people that fucking hate me. But I think that I, you know, the the reason why I have such a good relationship with production and, you know, they can love me, but it doesn't mean I'm going to be on every fucking season. You never know the theme yeah. or what it is, but I genuinely, they see it in my heart. And I think that that's what my castmates respect. Also, it's like, I genuinely put my heart into every single season that I go into and I can't disconnect. That becomes my reality. And those three, four months that those three months that we're filming, that becomes my world. And I give it my all. And I, I'm so passionate about it. And I've, I've grown to love the process of the challenge that I think that the producers, good or bad, I'm not the easiest to work with. I give them hell, but I genuinely love every fucking person on set. Like I am from the mic people to the sound guys to the camera guys. Like I genuinely love those people. And, and, and when we're not filming, I'm talking shit with them in the corner. Kyle's the same. Like Kyle will go and you chop it up with them. And, and, you know, I think that I've built such a good bond with them, but because they genuinely see that I'm my authentic self. Yeah, and you can't really put up a front for five seasons, two years of do, doing this. They they know all the sides of me, and 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 I think that they respect that. So they're like, "Oh, your production's poppy, your production's favorite." It's like, no, they they know me for me, and yet they you guys see this side of me, but they see all of me. And I think that that's why you have people like Johnny, Carl Maria, Wes, and all these people that have succeeded at the show because they don't hold back. And I think that not to knock this season but there was a lot of rookies that got shell shocked and that like froze up a bit and yeah. it is an intense environment um but if you're able to get through those first few weeks and you're able to get through that first season and and and, and stand up with being you i think that's where it sets you up for possibly a career in this yeah me saying production favorite doesn't mean like guaranteed casting by any means right like because there's a lot of people that i'm sure production loves but doesn't get cast every season you know what i mean yeah they just they respect you as a genuine person like you're saying yeah um uh also tell them not to do a rookie season like war of the world's one and not bring back <laughs> half the fucking cast oh like like dude, i'm gonna be heated if we never see emmy or manuel again i'm gonna be like bro we 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 dedicated so much to them right <laughs> yeah, yeah. i think i i think emmy i think the names that you mentioned 1000 percent, we'll see them again don't know if it'll be the next one or you know but at future seasons, for sure, they they compete well. They made good TV. They got involved. They were definitely standouts. And I would be shocked if we didn't see Emir Emanuel. And I fucking love both of them. So, yeah. They're, they're so great. 100%.
I was going to say, like, I know you built a strong friendship with Logan this last season. Um, yeah. Are you still working with him, helping him with his English to get him back on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and we talk every once in a while. Uh, but yeah, Logan, you know, he's become such a good friend of mine. And I think initially it was that, that I was the only Spanish speaking person, but it was so refreshing and it felt so good. We actually got fined early on in this. I got fined three times for speaking Spanish with him. And then they were like, all right, we're not going to be able to control this. So, you know, I, I, I fucking love the dude. Like I said, he's become a good friend of mine and we talk um, often like here and there. Um, but I hope that he does continue to come back because I know that one, he's going to be somebody that's going to have my back. But I think that it's important, dude. I think, you know, growing up, I didn't see people like Logan or, or Spanish or, or Latinos or Spanish speaking people on TV. And that's why I thought I would never end up on Big Brother. Like yeah. I genuinely thought they're never cast somebody like me until season 18 where Victor got on. And he was like, I was like, holy shit, a Puerto Rican. I'm like, I saw him. I remember, I will never forget it. He was dancing salsa with his mom in his intro. And I was like, I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. yeah. So they're like me. So I'm like, so that's what I was most excited about. When they showed our conversation, I was like, finally, I was like, fuck yeah. Like, this is, this is amazing. And it was one of my, one of my highlight moments from the season was like me and him speaking Spanish. And I love that they showed that. That is cool that they did show it. You know, even though, even though they didn't want you really doing it and they were fighting you and stuff, you know, it's cool that they still showed that part. Well, and you kind of get a call back to big brother too. I think that's why what happened this last season was so important that they formed the cookout and they stayed true and they made sure that they got the first person or, you know, first black person to be the winner, whether it was going to be Xavier, Derek, any of yeah they didn't, Aza, Tiffany, yeah. any of them yeah. as long as one of them won i think that was really important i'm really glad they succeed i was oh, yeah. for them i mean so and, and a lot of those and a couple of those people from the cookout could definitely make an impact on the challenge i i think uh speaking of like kylan and xavier hell yeah yeah hell yeah um and i think you're definitely gonna see a lot more of them you know they yeah. they're they would crush it on the challenge and um you know, I would definitely love to see them cross over. So I'm excited for the whole CBS thing that's going on. And hopefully they end up on that because they would do so good on it. So, Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I, I was just going to say, since we're actually talking about Big Brother, um, I wanted to talk about your win on Big Brother um, because yeah. it was it was like it's it's still to this day, like such a con- one of those controversial like Big Brother wins among the fan base. And, um, you know, and obviously you were sitting in those final two chairs with, you know, a big brother player who is often put on, you know, the list of like the best like social players in big brother of all history. Uh, Paul is amazing. So I, I'm just curious, like how, like, did that ever bother you that people like question your win or like, how did you deal with that? And what did it feel like sitting next to Paul? Honestly, as they, like, as a fan of the show, for a little bit, if I'm being so real with you, when I first got off of the show, yeah. But then I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't go into Big Brother to play the best game. I didn't give a fuck about, oh, my God, I'm going to be the mastermind of the season. I wanted the money. I was dead broke. I was living a dream of just being in the house. Like, I remember just waking up for, like, hearing the voice, like, oh, it's time to put your batteries for the day. I would cry tears of joy, like, literally jump out of bed. I was always the first one up running around the house. I was living a dream. Nobody could take that away from me. I lived my dream. I lived the full experience. I got the check at the end. So you can say whatever you want about my win. I still won, you know, and, Hell yeah. and, and I, I will be the first to say Paul is one of the best players, if not top three best players to ever play the game. Nobody could take that away from him. Two seasons in a row, you make final two. 
you know how to fucking socially interact. You know how to socially maneuver, you know, that game. And I think he's definitely one of the best. Um, but for me, I knew that he had burned so many people. And I generally, even with Cody, which they didn't show on the show and the little small interactions that we had, I made sure that I had a connection and our, my connection with Cody was the Bible. That's the only thing we ever talked about. What was uh -huh. our favorite Psalm, our spirituality, our like, him both of us being christian and growing up christian so i had that connection and i had connections genuine genuine connections with people um and even though yeah you saw they saw all the animosity and the bluffs and the fights i knew that they felt really burnt by paul um and i i just in my gut i had this feeling i could beat him um did I really think it was going to happen? No, but I just had this gut feeling and I trusted my gut. And that's the one thing that I taught everyone. I was like, in these shows, trust your gut. Like that shit's going to guide you and it's not going to lead you the wrong way. But then I go to find out my jury tells me you would have won against either or like you probably would have had more votes against Christmas. And I didn't know that, but um, it was oh, just wow. a gut feeling. And yeah, it was just a gut feeling of mine. And I don't know, still to this day, I, I, you know, people, I get shit for it, but um, I, I don't care. Don't Good. care anymore. No. I used to care and I just don't give a shit anymore. Honestly, like, in my opinion, like, even for you admitting that, you know, um, that Paul A is, is one of the best, possibly top three Big Brother players of all time. It, yeah. it, for that to be, uh, you know, and that tends to be a consistent opinion among the Big Brother um, fan base. And so for that to be a fact and the and the fact that you still were able to win over him like that should say more about you um and so I'm, yeah. I'm glad you don't let that get to you oh no and i think that what people don't put into account is people oh my god this game yeah this mastermind game you're these are real humans with real feelings that are getting birthed that are getting uh, jury management is huge huge um, and that's one thing that i don't that's the one thing that i don't get credit for but then on all stars all these people use my goodbye messages strategy. Like every single mm -hmm. one of them use that yep. goodbye yep. message. And I'm not saying I invented that, but that was a huge highlight and a huge factor of my game was I knew I had goodbyes to be able to like kind of explain my game because the fact that people didn't pick up that we had a final three was insane to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or that, that, that Paul was working with literally everyone was, I was just, I was, when I watched back, I was like, Holy fuck, how blinded were these people? Um, but yeah, I'm I, I'm Paul's biggest hype man, and I want to see Paul play again. And he, for me, he's the best time to play. Um, but yeah, I think jury management is huge, and and people don't put that into account. But you know, you burn these people. There, I mean, you're gonna see it with this season of celebrity. Like they're like, oh, bitter jury. No, it's it's. How are you not gonna be bitter? <laughs> yeah. Like, how are you not gonna be upset? Yeah, well, that's, and that's exactly a good point. And I wanted to say this, like, because as the the resident Big Brother fan here, um, yeah. I started watching my first season. I think was season seven. It was the All Stars with Doctor Will. So, like, the first intro yeah. I get is to like one of the Mount Rushmore players, right? Like politically, yeah, yeah. Nice. And and he doesn't win that season. It ends up being Mike Boogie. But you see Janelle and all that. And you know, I watched other seasons, like seeing Hayden win and all that. And then, you know, I took after Derek L one, I took a season off or two seasons off. And then the next one I caught was with her and watching yours and watching it. Yeah. Was, it's just so overwhelming to watch as a viewer, watch Paul's game. So you just automatically are connected, like, cause he's making all these moves. Right. Yeah. But then like, I think maybe a year ago when we got Paramount Plus, I sat down, I rewatched the season. And as I rewatched it and I paid attention to what you were doing, cause you even said it in season, like, 
I'm telling these people it was Paul's idea. Yeah. I'm telling it was Paul's yeah. idea. I, I'm just, you know, trying to do what I can kind of thing. I was like, no, Josh, yeah. right. he did that right. He controlled the jury. And that's at the end of the game, it's stay in the game and manage the jury. And you did both those yeah. things best. Yeah. And so you deserve the win, in my opinion. Brother, I appreciate it. Oh, absolutely. Now I'm going to get you with a hy- uh, uh, two hypotheticals real quick, okay? Yeah. Oh <laughs> who, man. Who are like your top three players from Big Brother that you want to see transition over to the challenge? Ooh, that's a hard question because there's so many people that would do so good on 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 the show. Inevitably, you're going to end up having to leave someone out. And I know that's a tough spot. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, Christmas is number one draft pick. I think Chris was my number one draft pick. Uh, <laughs> yes. Definitely my number one that I would love to see crossover. Um, Christmas. Damn, this is tough. This is tough. Um, I think Christmas, Tyler. I would love to see Tyler play. I, well, I would love to see how he would, because he's so good. He was so good at Big Brother that I would love, love to him. see how he would deal with the dynamic of all the huge personalities on the challenge. Because there's, you know, I I think the harder show is definitely the challenge, just for the fact that it's like you have all these people that are experienced, the competition aspect, the drinks, the the social aspect is way more intense. So um, it's it's it, it's hard to just navigate the game and just the social aspect in itself. So I would love to see Tyler, Tyler Christmas, and who else? Um, no, I don't know. I don't, I, you know, some of these older people, I think like either, either Janelle or like Derek. Yeah. I would love to see how they would play the game also. And, and if they did like an all-star season and bring some of them on there, that would be sick. But um, I don't know. There's so many, I really can't pick three. It's hard. Yeah. I, yeah, dude, I think one, they, they were 10 years too late because Janelle, in my opinion, would have murdered on the challenge murdered on Hell like yeah. she would have been up there with emily s and evelyn and in my opinion i know you yeah. don't feel that way but that's how i feel um I, secondly dude i'm so disappointed that i know you end up not being able to go on all stars but dude to be able to see you work with some of the people that would have been on there like work with janelle work with tyler c like that would have been fire to yeah. watch that happen i know man and and you know that was that was so hard dude the the obviously being a fan and then getting the call i you know i had gotten reached out early on and i was like hell yeah and then i got leaked um but i i mean i was just i i was devastated when i got dropped i got dropped a few days before they went live um and and i i remember just me and casey were on the phone both quarantined bawling like bawling I couldn't even call my parents and tell them because they were so excited, like the clips, the home clips, like my dad was literally so excited. Um, so it, it was really tough, man. And I know people are like, oh, it's just a TV show, but it was a dream. I was like, yeah, yeah. To, to be called for all stars and they never do it. And then to get dropped, it was devastating. But I would have won thousand percent. I think that, you know, give you can love us you can hate us if me and casey would have ended up on all-stars how it was originally supposed to be set up it would have been a whole different season um i'm not saying that the person that won wouldn't have won but that was my first that was literally going into the show the first person i was going to target and i was going to rally against them and um just before the fact that he was really good um but it would have been a whole different season i think it would have been a way more entertaining season and i would have one thousand percent worked with Janelle. i was so 
people said that I was pre-gaming bullshit. I was not pre-gaming like that. I knew people were pre-gaming and they were pre-gaming against the lineup that they saw going in. But the people that I did talk to was Casey. That's one of my best friends, Davon um, and Christmas. That's it. I didn't talk to anybody else. And, you know, and it wasn't like we were pre-gaming. It was like, Hey, did you get the car? We're going in. Damn, I'm hyped for us to play together. Let's do this thing. That's it. It wasn't me reaching out to people. If anything, I was scared to pre-game because I had already been leaked. Right. Yeah. I, and I think you would have played a pivotal role in like bridging the gap of the generations there oh, because yeah. there was such a hard the line between old school players and new school. And it's like, dude, I don't want to see this wouldn't have never worked with Cody and, and, and Danny and all, that whole line. Yeah. They no. would have never worked with them. Um, Tyler would have never worked with them. You know, no. if anything, we would have had the numbers to kind of take them out. But it, it wasn't planned to be. It wasn't destined. I hope that in future seasons when I'm older and have kids and retired of TV, if they would call me All-Stars, I would be the only show I would do. I love it. Hopefully <laughs> in the future, there's another All-Stars that I can play. But yeah, it would have been a whole different game and and it would have been way more entertaining. But it, it played out how it played out and I'm happy. I'm happy for the person that won, honestly. I think that he deserved it. So yeah. Yeah, I think he played the best game that season. Um, yeah. You know, I don't think he played the best game his original season. I think, <laughs> you know, but that's hard to do when right. you're going I against... Learned. Yeah, that's yeah. hard to do when you're going against a goat, right? And he's in your alliance with yeah. you. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. You know, the the other hypothetical I was going to ask you was um, as far as with Big Brother, who are your top three? Uh, best players or? Best players, yeah, yeah. Or like your Mount Rushmore. And you could do Mount two males, Rushmore. two women if you wanted to. I have to say, I fucking love Rachel Riley. I love Rachel Riley. Yes. Grab a- entertaining. I'm just talking about from the TV aspect to the game aspect. I fucking, I haven't met her yet, but we've talked, we've, we've jumped on FaceTimes and things like that. And I love Rachel Riley for overall gameplay, TV entertainment. Rachel Riley is definitely number three, uh, top there, up there for me. Paul, yeah. definitely he's up there. And um, damn, it's, it's a toss up between Derek and Dan. Oh, yeah. It's a toss-up between Derek and Dan. I think, I think Derek. I think Derek. Um, Their gameplay is so similar too. Yeah, yeah, so similar. But I think, I think Derek for me. Once, well, I I've seen Derek in social settings, and I see how he's able to connect. And he's just such a like he'll he'll sit there and be so intrigued by the conversation and like he like one on one he's so good. And I'm just like, dude, now I I like. Hanged up with him for like an hour, and I was like, "Wow, I see why you won your season." Like you're just, you're, he's you're, a, he's you're, amazing. He's good. He's amazing. Yeah. Um, so I think Derek, Paul, and and Rachel Riley for me. Um, but there's so there's dude, there's so many. Oh yeah, Ian, I fucking love Ian. There's I mean Danielle Reyes. Oh yeah, Danielle. Yeah, yeah. Danielle yeah. Reyes. Holy shit! How did I how did I forget Danielle? Well, no, I mean, dude, there's been twenty so twenty oddball seasons. Yeah. Between, so many. What they're doing? Give 20... me a top ten. That's better. Give me yeah. a top ten. Yeah, right. yeah but you, if, <laughs> dude, if someone asked me, I'd be like, man, you gotta give me like thirty minutes. I gotta think about this one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> dude, on the it, side, it, note, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, no, I was gonna say like, and that's a cool thing. Like, I was a fan of these people, and not to be part of this world and to just like kind of just like be friends with some of them it's that's probably the coolest experience because i grew up watching them I was like holy shit and then you meet them and they're some of the nicest fucking people and, and and so supportive so yeah i just feel like sometimes i'm like i can't believe i'm part of like this is my reality now i don't know it's just weird to me all the time being an alumni yeah. of it yeah no you know i was gonna say 
I just as a joke. I mean, yeah, it's it's a different level, but we go through the same thing. It's it's wild because we've like for me, I've been watching the challenge since day one. He's been watching Big Brother forever, and then now we're like nice. we get to meet you guys yeah. and talk to you yeah. in person, and it's like it's surreal. It's weird. Uh, it was just yeah. a joke. I was going to say, cool. I'm surprised that Rachel still hasn't come out with like a life vest called floaters or I'm something right. like that. <laughs> it, like the marketing opportunity it. there. Is oh just, my gosh. She would make bank. Oh, she man. would. Oh my Her gosh. and Brandon would be good. I thought I would have been good on the challenge too. Yeah. I think I liked Rachel. Um, I, I, yeah, I love Rachel. I, I don't know how she would do on the challenge. I think she would do good because she's competitive, but I would love to see Rachel play big brother again. I yeah. mean, I think she was, she was, yeah, I think she was one of the first people called for All-Stars also. Uh, but yeah, she would have been great on All-Stars. So I, I would love to see her back on TV. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Um, kind of jumping back, I know we're all over the place. Yeah. Um, but yeah. what I was going to say is kind of going back, when you found out that you were going to do the challenge, did you go back and like do your homework and start watching or you'd already been watching the challenge prior to that? So I hadn't watched it. I mean, I knew of the challenge, like my cousins in Jersey, huge challenge fans so as soon as i got the call like suli and all of them they were the first ones i called them they're like oh my god they freaked out they're like you need to watch <laughs> rivals you need to watch so they put me up to speed of what i had to watch so i watched rivals um which was like the season where like ct and west were going at it mm-hmm. um i watched i want to say the gauntlet i watched like like three old older seasons um instantly fell in love with it and i knew of it i knew i knew of these like people but um, I wasn't a big fan like Big Brother. Big Brother was like the only one where I was a huge fan. Now that I'm on it, I've watched all the seasons on Netflix. I've gone back and watched seasons, and I, I love the show, man. I, I fucking love it, and 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 I've become such a big fan being part of it now. But growing up, no, I wasn't that much of a big fan. But now that I'm part of it, I'm a huge fan of all these people. So yeah. Since you've gone back and watched it and seen the different seasons, is there one that you've watched and was like, damn, I wish I was on that one? There's uh was it good versus which one's the season good versus bad where it's like there was a blue team and the red team. Oh, that was that Inferno was bad, too. Right? Yeah, Inferno. Inferno too. Yeah. And for I give me a theme like that. Give me good guys versus bad guys. Yeah. Yeah. Inferno two rivals. I mean, I'm basically set up to win rivals at this point. So I'm like, yeah. give me a rival. <laughs> give me an Inferno two. Um, I don't know. I feel like the themes back in the day were fucking sick and. You know, I, I've grown over the years of doing the show and then watching back, I've grown so much respect for the vets that basically carry this fucking show, this franchise into what it is, you know, yeah. Like, yeah. um, meeting Rachel Robinson, um, you know, yeah, she's oh, my yeah. Yeah. Derek. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she's, she's such a dope, she's such a dope, such I a love good her. person. I fucking love her too. She's so cool. Um, but meeting all these people and then just like, they build the show to Johnny and Wes and I've, I've, I'm such big fans of them now because it's like, yo, you guys literally made the show to what it is. And there's such a huge respect from my end that I would love to play with them because I think that now, not my rookie seasons and my first few seasons, but now that I've become a fan of the show and, and, and kind of grown to love the whole, just being part of the whole community and the whole family, um, I would love to play with them and just see that whole dynamic how it would play out. So, yeah. I think it would be awesome to watch. Um, oh, but- yeah. I was going to say, uh, speaking of Wes, how have you, have you guys mend the fences since total madness? <laughs> Hell yeah. Good. Um, good. I, I, Wes is such a good dude. Honestly, like Wes is kind of like a mentor at this point. It's kind of crazy, oh, cool. but um, he's such a busy guy and, 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 you know, I'm doing my thing, but he, we always catch up. He kind of always checked in on me. 
Um, after this season, he gave me a call. And we spoke for a few hours, and um, I, I, I honestly love Wes. And you know, I, I, you know, he, he, from not even the whole how to deal with the fans and everything. He, like, he, he generally cares, and he'll call in and be like, "How's your mental state? How are you feeling? How are you dealing with everything?" And that just goes to show the type of person that he is, and 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 you know, the heart that he has. So nothing yeah. but love for Wes, and and I'm really hyped for him and everything that he has going on. So yeah. I know this person I'm about to mention is not a big fan of his, but you brought her up earlier. I want to see Devon come back to challenge so bad. Oh yeah, same, same. I know she she said she ain't gonna do it, but like, dude, yeah. she was so underestimated and so good. She was underrated. I'll tell you something. It doesn't. I think Devon gets called for every season, and it it it. it there's not one season I don't blow up her, like blow her up, and I'm calling her and messaging her and be like, sign the fucking contract. So yeah. trust me, I'm trying. I'm trying just as hard. But uh, <laughs> you know, she's a baby, and 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 you know, she's in a different state in her life, and yeah. you know. But I, I, I'm always like, the check is nice. What's for the check? Like, Cadence is gonna love that payday. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm definitely trying my hardest, but um, hopefully we'll she'll she'll at least come back. I don't know when, but I I would love to see her come back. Look, I'm just going to say if like if they're going to put Kayla on all stars three, they could put Devon on all stars. That's all I got to say. I agree. I agree. And, yeah. I, and listen, Kayla's good. Yeah. Kayla's no shade great. to her. No shade to her at all. Yeah. I think that she would. I, I, we'll see Devon. We'll see Devon. I think yeah. she's she's too she's too good at what she does not to take advantage of it. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, I agree. I'm going to kind of jump ahead because I'm interested because you've gone back and you're a fan of the show and it seems like you're pretty level-headed. We talked to some people and we're like, give us your Mount Rushmore. And they're like, oh, I'm going to put, uh, you know, Hunter on there. And it's like, Hunter is good, but he's he's not quite there yet. So if you were, if you could you do a, a Mount Rushmore for men and women, you think? Yeah, yeah, let's yeah. do it. Um, I think men, obviously, um, I have to say Johnny, Jordan, and CT for the yeah. men. Yeah. Um, for the women, Car Maria, mm-hmm. uh, Laurel. Yeah, I think Laurel's definitely up there. And if I could go more old school, Coral. Dude, oh, I dig that, bro. Yeah, like that was Wes's. Wes hit us with that one. He's like Coral. I was like, oh, yeah. He's like, yeah. He's like yeah. Coral, Coral and Rachel, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, I think Coral and Rachel. Yeah. But so yeah, that's Coral a good Rachel, one. Rachel, one of those. Yeah, I think Coral is. I mean, watching older seasons, I want to play. I want to meet her one, and I want to yeah. play with her. But she's so fucking entertaining, funny, entertaining, competitive. Like, you just don't make them like Coral anymore. There's some of these people, and that's why they've made the show into what it is. Because some of these people are just fucking, they were just so entertaining to watch. And you're genuinely, like, just so interested and intrigued to see how it plays off with them. Um, oh, yeah. But, yeah, that's somebody that I would love to meet, Coral, for sure. That, that, and, yeah, that's I know. She's, she's one of my all-time favorites. I wish she was still, you know, like, in the challenge world and stuff. Um, yeah. But she's, you know, she's doing her thing, and she's doing good, and she's happy. So I'm I'm happy for her. But... Yeah, yeah, she was she was definitely one of the um like the pioneers of the show, that's for sure. I think yeah. I, I think if Coral's not on there, we don't have the challenge today. Coral and Nisa, yeah, yeah some of those like that. Yeah. Yeah, like it's, because they're the ones that kept we, it entertaining. If we do, it's not what it is now. No, that's absolutely. Sure. And I think that's where yeah, you're like you kind of caught the perfect timing of when you came on the cast, hitting War of the Worlds One, World of the Worlds Two, is you bridged that gap from where we were starting to get new competitors, but the old school, not necessarily old school, but like the really veteran competitors were still on. And then in the last couple seasons, obviously it's been more newer and newer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 
what's one piece of advice you would give to any rookie getting ready to come onto the challenge? So much. Yeah. I can literally write a book about it. You know, I think that people, I think a lot of people get on there and, and you're instantly, everybody's a huge personality. Everybody's so vocal, so intense. Everything's heightened. Um, I think just stay true to yourself and just, you, you know, put your heart into that shit. I think Johnny gave me some of the best advice that my rookie season, he's like, Josh, you feel something, say it, you know, whatever you feel, do it. Don't hold back. And like, I, I mean, it was such like basic advice, but I literally just thought of it. And I was like, yo, if I'm in a deliberation and I feel something, I'm not going to stay quiet. I'm going to speak my mind and give my opinion right or wrong. Um, and I think that, you know, that's the people that stand out to production. That's the people that make for good TV. That, those are the people that get callbacks. It's just like, um, you know, be authentically you, but, but, you know, put your whole heart into it. Don't, don't hold back. And I think that with this season, you know, I would even see people on camera and be like, I don't want to talk about that. Or like the camera would come around and they would have a conversation and switch the conversation. And the, I'm like, you need to be open, share everything, the good, the bad, share all of you. Um, Cause either people are going to love it or hate it, but guess what? That's what's going to, you know, make you more, I don't know. I don't want to say likable, but I think that that's what the producers want. People that are just yeah. like authentically them. And I, I've seen so many rookies come in and I'm like, this person's not going to get a comic or this person's not there for the yeah. show. And then, you know, the people that just show all of them, all sides of them, those are the people that normally last longer. So just, I don't know, just don't be afraid to show every side and every aspect of, of, of your personality. Like that. No, I think and that's, that's not even a competitive, that's not a competitive standpoint. That's on like a TV show point. It's like, just, just put your all into it, you know? Well, and, and I think uh, part of us as a fans, we have the mistake of thinking, oh, it's it's a it's a game show. It's a competitive game show that they're mm -hmm. on, but it, which it is. Don't get us wrong. But it's also your guys, yeah. it's your job, you know, and yeah. there's a lot yeah. of facets to your job other than just excelling at competition. Right. You know, it's yeah. excelling at these social situations, excelling at maybe like because I've heard bananas talk about this. And I feel like the people that are getting callbacks are the people that do these kind of things, you know, nudge the cameraman like, hey, go check out what's going on over there kind of thing. You know I, what I mean? I, 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 my first season, I was shocked. I remember being in a scene with CT and he goes to the, we're talking, having a conversation. He goes to the camera, do you want me to run that back? I was like, run what back? I'm like, he's like the conversation because they, they literally walked into the scene and now I'm that person. I'm like, run, 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 run. There's an argument. There's something. I'm like, you need to get this. I start grabbing fucking camera guys. And I'm like, I become fucking Johnny. I'm like, I become one of these. Who am I? <laughs> five seasons in, and I'm one of these vets doing this shit now. Right. Um, you know, it does, it does, you know, we, you fall in love with making, you know, you want every aspect to be shown kind of, you know, because you know it's going to make for a good show, but you want, you don't want them to miss a beat or, or, or miss a storyline. And it's like, you know, it, I think that that's the thing where I'm fascinated. I've, I've become fascinated with the whole reality TV aspect and creating the show and doing all of that. Um, and just, yeah, just it, it was so weird to me watching them do that in the beginning. And now I'm, I'm one of those that's doing that. So you got crazy. it. Yeah. So that actually, since we're talking about it, that actually makes me curious. And I've never really asked any other challenger this, but just because of the way yeah. that you just worded that, have you ever thought about like working behind the camera instead of being on screen, like working behind the camera, production, storyline, anything like that? I think this is the first season where I, so I think that 
this is when I tell you this was my ultimate Five Eyes was my favorite season to film, even with all the bad things that happened. It was my favorite season. I fucking fell in love with filming. And that's not how it started with me. I mean, I wanted to quit and I'm so happy I did it because I was so involved, so invested. I, I fell in love with the competition aspect. Of, I mean, and I always love the competition aspect, but I fell in love with the whole process that I was like, I would love to do producing. I think I told one of my producers, I was like, I think when I'm older, like in my forties, retired with kids and all that, I'm like, I would love to produce something. Um, and you know, it is fascinating, the whole social aspect and just like getting to see different sides of people and understanding why people function the way they do. And that the whole that whole aspect of it, I do love it. And um, I think with the more and more shows I do, I've grown to just um, appreciate, you know, my producers and everything they do for us. And just I don't know. But yeah, I think I would I would love to fall into the production aspect at some point. I think right now, I'm going to ride this wave. I think so. I think so too, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. But that makes sense. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, but yeah, when you're done being on TV, you know, just kind of make that transition over. I think that would be, I think that would be awesome. I think you'd be good at it. Yeah. So. You take over the yeah. challenge, start bringing it back to the old school, like right? bring, do a, do a cut. <laughs> you, could, you could bring Inferno back. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if legally they would let me do that or they would want me to do that. But, um, I, I, I mean, that would be sick, but I, I, yeah, legally, I don't think we're even allowed to work. Um, being a Murray Productions, but I'm sure. Um, yeah, but um, no, that would be a dream. Well, that would all, be yeah, epic. All you gotta do is do what Mark Long did. Get that, get that hashtag rolling, and apparently you can. I, and I'm so happy you said that. And I'm gonna give credit to Mark Long. Mark Long is the reason All Stars happened, why it's mm-hmm. succeeding, but also why the CBS merge is happening. If it <laughs> wasn't for All Stars completely popping off and 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 crushing it on the like the streaming on Paramount Plus on the platform. They would have never done the CBS merge. And I give all the credit to, to Mark for, you know, doing that and making it happen because he was so persistent. And, and now look at what it turned into. And now everything that's spiraling after, like it's going global and all that stuff. And yeah, I give, I mean, they better write Mark a big ass check. A yeah. big ass. I mean, yeah. the dude is he's helping produce. He's starring in the show. He's got, you know, the whole global thing that he's helping out with. And then. You know, he put yeah. a little teaser up the other day with a little Winnebago on it and said something's coming soon. So, like, it, it's just like um, he's just yeah. there. He's bringing us so much stuff. And I just want to say if he reboots Road, Road rules, rules, I'm going to lose they need my to mind. Do campus so crawl. Happy. Get oh Rachel God. and Darrell and yes. Shane and oh. Kendall back on that Winnebago together. Oh, my God. That season yeah. was so fire. And then maybe like. Semester at sea with like Veronica and Ayana. Oh, that, that one was, was fire was, too. Yeah, that was epic. But oh, uh, I never watched, so I need to watch Road Rules. I need to go back and watch that. I never watched it, but um, I know Darrell and all of them, that's where they got their start. So I definitely got to, that's on the bucket list. That's something that I got to go back and watch. So the Darrell, the campus crawl was like same time as Real World Las Vegas the first mm-hmm. season because we were talking yeah. to, uh, I think it was Kendall and she said she could have been casted to either For or. One, yeah. Um, but she so ended up doing that. But it's got Kendall, Rachel Robinson, Darrell, and then Shane on there. Mm-hmm. So it's like, Holy it's, a, shit. it's yeah. a fire season with personalities. And oh, I think, yeah. what's the other one? Maybe Extreme, the one that Derek Extreme. was on yeah, was really good that too. That one would be really good too, yeah. So one thing I was uh, kind of curious about and, and wanted your opinion on, because I've kind of floated this out there. I know there was a lot of hate on this season for the the explosions and the overproduction and even old cast members have mentioned it like bananas. But kind of really looking into it, it, to me, it looked like it was almost three different seasons combined, like the first 
part of it was fresh meat where you're tagged with a rookie and you got to run it. The second part where you guys were in teams was more of a, like a cut cutthroat. Style. You got your three separate teams. And then the ending was almost like a free agents. And then you get partnered back up at the end into teams. They rerun in, obviously. And I know this is a really long-winded way of asking this, but do you think from the backlash that they face on that, do you think production will go more to an old school look? Or do you think we're still going to go down to this road of explosions and stuff? 1,000%. I think they realize. And I and I thought I I generally thought it was a good theme and it was a good season, but it was even in interviews it was so hard to explain. I would say I was like, how are they going to keep up with this? Like every single episode, some new shit's happening. It's a new twist. It's a new. It was just way too much going on. I think clean cut, make it look straight up, like like a rivals yeah. theme or something like that. And I think that they took note of that, and that's definitely what they're going to start doing. Um, and and that's the route that they want to go. You know, I, I think that they're also competing against all these big shows and, and it, but the challenge is so unique and the fandom is so loyal that it's like, I don't think you have to do too much. Just give them what they want. And I think that they realize that. And I'm pretty sure that we're going to see more older themes come into play the next few seasons. But it was, I, I'm, I'm to be completely real with you guys, it was really hard even as a cast member to keep up or even try to tell the storylines in interviews. Like yeah. I couldn't. I was like, guys, I can't. I, I'm, I'm like, I'm my foot right now. I don't even know what's going on. I'm like, you're, you're, we're talking about the last three days, but it's like now we're because obviously we go back and do interviews. I was like, so much has happened since then, and it's like I can't even keep up with it. Yeah. Right. So it's confusing even to film it. Um, but yeah, I think that they they definitely took note. And gonna- I've honestly, I've always wondered about that, like because for me, like we we kind of find ourselves in like almost a, a a sort of similar situation because we we record these episodes and stuff. And then a lot of the time they don't come out for, you know, a few weeks or whatever. And so we have yeah. to like, try to think about the timing and the way we're wording things versus when mm-hmm. it's actually going to release and stuff. And so like, I've always thought about that. Cause like something will happen and then you guys will go do interviews a few days later. And then you have to talk about yeah. it as if it just happened. And I would struggle yeah. so hard with that. Like that's hard. Yeah. In the beginning I struggled with it a little bit, but then, I mean, I now I'm used to it, but it was just, with this season, especially, it was so tough because it's like, dude, there was so much happening. Like, there was so much shit all the time, every single day. So, um, within the game aspect and in the house. So, it was just, it was, it was a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it was a lot. And I think, I mean, this season was, I don't want to say this season was like you're coming out as a, as a player. I think it was more of a coming out as a competitor. Like, we saw a yeah. lot more of the athletic competitive driving. Obviously, you put in a lot of work. We can tell the difference oh, yeah. as viewers. Um, but I know how I, I know this season must have been extremely trying on you. It seemed like it tried your friendships with Fessy and Casey, it tried your alliance as a big brother alliance with Amber B. And then obviously, there's stuff that happened that we don't know about, but outside of just in the fandom we've seen it's got to be trying um i guess my question is um how's the relationship now with have you talked with amber b at all do you guys still communicate yeah yeah we're good i haven't spoken to her in a while but we're good i have nothing but love for amber b and she's definitely somebody that um i'm always gonna have a good friendship with i think that i'm one of the closest castmates that she's you know like has a good friendship with but um yeah, it was really hard, man. And people like, oh, the fake storylines and all that. And it's like, I wish, I wish all of that shit was fake. Because yeah. do you think I want to see my best friend, one of my best friends get kicked off of the show? Like, mm-hmm. what? I'm like, right. for a storyline? I was like, we don't need that. Um, So it was really hard. But I think that that's the thing. When you, 
I'm the type of person when I trust somebody and I have friendships and I have so much love for you. It's like, we have to be on the same page. And that's something that I had to learn. It's like, yo, they're not going to play my game. And I had to be at peace with And in future seasons. Hopefully if we play together, I need to work on that. But um, so it was definitely a lesson, but it was really hard. That whole fallout was the hardest thing I went through in that house. And then um, as the season went on, I regretted every single day that Fessy wasn't there because everybody had their pair. It was Kyle and Devin. It was, you know, Nelson and Corey. Everybody had their guy. And I was like, damn, my number one's gone. Like, I really didn't have anybody. And then that's where that friendship kind of turned, you know, like started with Logan. But um, it, it was just tough. And it was a, a huge uh, learning lesson for me this season. And then obviously things that didn't show, like there's a lot of shit that went on that was just hard to go through and like kind of get through and have to like keep this positive mindset and, 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 you know, you know, keep pushing forward. But um, yeah, she got ugly in there sometimes, but overall, when I look back at the season, I don't think about those moments. I think of like, like you guys said, my growth, um, like competing, I'm, I'm, I'm more and more confident each and every single season. And I haven't hit a final. I haven't won. So that drive is just building in me. And then just like, I'm more focused than ever in my life. And it's become such a big dream now to like run a final and win that it's like, until I don't hit that, I'm not fucking stopping, you know, and hopefully they keep calling me, but it's like, just, I've just loved the whole process, man. I love being part of the show and the tough times and all that stuff. Like when you look back at it, it's all fucking worth it. And, and I think this season, I mean, I think double agents was total madness. Double agents was like, you're coming out as like a veteran whose people yeah. are, the fans are really starting to notice. And I think this season was more about your kind of like personal growth yeah, as, as a competitor. You yeah. know what I mean? It's, it's almost like the rival season for CT. It's about that growth as a person, yeah. right? And hopefully it leads you to your own rivals yeah. too. You know what right? I mean? Where yeah. you get that win. Yeah. One thing I wanted to ask, and I know you can't go too in depth about it because of obvious and, rules that go along with filming TV shows, but um, have you and Ashley worked things out? Uh, no, no, okay. don't, I don't talk to her at all. Um, but I wish her the best. I mean, yeah. there's the, that's, that situation was really hard. And I, what I will say about it was I literally begged production to air it. I was like, air it. I wanted to air this. Like, I want this to be seen because I one, I get bashed by the fans all the time for everything about myself. They attack everything, my sexuality, the way I talk, the way I walk, everything all the time. So I was like, I want people to see how I deal with this. Like I've never been faced with it. So I want this to be shown. So I was upset when it wasn't shown, but I knew that that was going to happen, but I'm going to be honest with you. I don't talk with her. I don't have any interest. I don't think I ever will, but I send her nothing but love and light. And I wish her all the best in the world. And, you know, the one thing that I struggled with was there was this narrative on the internet that I reached out to producers. I was like, can I please say my part? Because at this point, it's like this narrative can go around that I went to production to get her kicked off. Yep. Yeah. I would never, and God knows this, my cat face knows this, the producers that were there on set know this. I would never in my fucking life do that to any one of my castmates. I know how big the opportunity is. I know how much money we make, especially at her level to be on the show. And I know personally, she helps her family. She takes care of her sisters and all that. So if anything, I was generally concerned when she got kicked off. I went to the producers. I was like, guys, make sure she gets home safe. Like, is somebody with her? And Amanda can attest to this. If she ever does want to say that, Amanda was right there with me, making sure that we knew that she was in a good state. Yeah. Um, so wish her nothing but the best. God bless her. And I hope that everything in the future works out for her. But that's just 
like somebody that I don't have interest in. I mean, uh, but there's no bad blood. There's yeah, no, there's no bad blood. But just like yeah, no, I don't talk. To it's her. like you said earlier, like. I just don't fuck with you, but I wish you the best. Yeah, exactly. Like I don't, you're not somebody that I would pick it with. Um, but I, I do wish her nothing but the best. I think that's awesome. And I think that says a lot about, you know, again, about you as, as a person, because not a lot of people can do that. You know, not a lot of, obviously, yeah. you know, us as fans, we don't know exactly what happened. There's 17,000 rumors out there. Um, but whatever yeah. happened, you know, that's a, that's a difficult, that's a difficult thing to deal with, especially that deep into the show and filming and all of that. And you have yeah. everything else going on around you, you know? And so not a lot of people can go through something that heavy and then still be able to be like, you know what? I might not want to hang out with you or spend time with you or like be your friend, but I do wish you the best and I hope everything works out for you. So I think that says a lot about you as a person. Yeah. And I mean, the only thing I'm going to say, uh, last thing I'm going to say on this is I think MTV as a company is missing an opportunity here because I know they've cut out a lot of things that MTV never used to cut out. And it used to make us have conversations, uncomfortable conversations that needed to be had. I mean, look, this isn't about me by any means, but, I grew up in a, in a smaller town. Like we live in Nevada. We don't live in Vegas. We live in like Northern Nevada. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's not open like it is in Miami or like it is in San Francisco and stuff. So a lot of the things about alternate lifestyles that we learned about was through MTV shows. And it opened up that discussion for us. And I think they're missing a really good opportunity for a teachable moment, for a teachable moment in a large discussion, not necessarily with what happened with you, but I know Just other overall. things that have happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think they're kind of yeah. shy. No, I agree. That. No, I, I completely agree. Um, and I mean, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to tell them how to produce the show, but I do agree about that. Um, and I think the, 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 the sad thing was that the person that got burnt the most in that situation was me. Like I, and I knew it and I knew that I was, and that's something that I had to like, and now I'm over that. But when that was all happening and I saw everything online, I was like, I'm just going to have to accept the fact that I'm going to go down yet again as the yeah. fucking bad guy. And yeah. I was like, um, and I couldn't speak on it. And it was really tough. But I, I do agree. I think that those conversations, be it about, um, you know, any uh, all those sensitive topics, they should be, especially on TV, right? Because it's, yeah. like, you know, people watch it, but it's an educational thing. Like, even if, if it's intent and, a blow up. I think that that should be shown, but you know, who am I? I'm not a producer, so yeah, <laughs> my word doesn't really matter. We're just fans. We get it, man. We right? get it. Yeah, no, like, and this was like a conversation I had with Anissa because mm-hmm. she's gone through a lot of shit on this show. Yeah, you know, you yeah, go through and see yeah. the shit that's been said to her Robin, about Rob, and they didn't shy away from showing those scenes. They nope. showed them in the full, and it's like even the thing with um with Leroy and and. And, and yeah. the one we don't talk about on this yeah, show, yeah, you know, yeah. um, it, it, that was all shown. And it's just weird that they're now making this transition to not. Well, I think, I think, I think um, not, not, not ne- the network, but also society. I think that with the cancel culture and everything, you yeah. know, they, they yeah. don't want to see. And, and in a way they're protecting their talent where yeah. they don't want to see something you know, you don't know what's going to, how severe it can drive a person to what level and extent. And it's like people sit here and bash us and all that, but they forget at the end of the day. And, 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 I mean, and you say that everybody says it all the time, but we are humans. We do re- live real lives and, you mm-hmm. know, mental health, you know, we, if anything, a lot of us do struggle with it because it's, it's not normal what we do. It's an intense environment yeah. and it's tough and we love it, but it is really hard. Um, so I think yeah. that in a way they, 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 it's a fine line of protecting their castmates, but also like mm-hmm. what's appropriate nowadays to be able to show on TV. And I think that the network is just 
very smart of how they're playing it. Um, but you know, it's it's a learning lesson. And I think for me, it's like, okay, I, I learned a lot about myself. I uh and how and how to deal with situations like that. And um just, you know, and, and for me it's like healing in the fact of like with just not holding on to shit. It's not healthy. And 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 I genuinely want to see every single one of my cafes hurry and every single one of them be able to learn from from every show and experience that we do and be able to grow from it, you know. Right. So yeah. yeah. It makes sense. And, and and I mean, and honestly, that's a really good point. And I've actually made yeah. that point to fans before, you know, and I mean, we even saw, um, you know, for any of the big brother fans out there, we, we saw this kind of play out with um, Nicole Fransel, you know, she lost sponsorships because of some things that she said on BB live feeds and she lost the sponsorships sponsorships while she was still in the house. She didn't even know until she got, you know? And so it's like the cancel culture can affect a lot of things. And, you know, Mm -hmm. I see fans ask all the time, like, oh, you know, we missed the parties. We missed the drunken, super drunken nights in the house and stuff. And it's like, yeah, but look at what happens when those drunken nights are aired and then how the fandom reacts and the kind of power that the fandom actually holds over, not over the talent, but, you know, as far as like, like you said, cancel culture and affecting media, job opportunities. Everything. It's just different times. Yeah. We're yeah. just in different times. Yeah. When you said that, it, it instantly made me think like we we were talking about this earlier, that connection to the fandom to sports fandom, right? Like how mm-hmm. similar because you you guys keep saying we're people too. And you know, it's that same conversation they have like with with like NFL football players. Like they're people too. Like even though Patrick Mahomes is a quarterback and he's superhuman on the field, he's just a regular guy when he takes that helmet off, right? Yeah. And yeah. I think that's a really interesting comparison with that in how people view it. And to be honest, I never even really put much thought into like the fact about the cancel culture. And, and if that is what they're doing, then kudos to MTV for protecting their talent. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I completely agree. I think that some people would not be able to walk out of their houses like yeah. to be real with you. So I think that I understand the aspect of like shipping shown, but then I understand that it's like they are looking up to the people that for us, if we work with them. Um, and you know, I don't know, it's a sensitive topic to talk about, but, um, I, I, you got to kind of trust what, from my position, I kind of got to trust what they're doing. And, um, and, and, and my, from my perspective and from where I'm at, you know, everything's working out for me, so I can't be mad at them. And they have blessed me with the opportunity to travel, to make money, to have this kind of become my career. So I feel very lucky and fortunate that MTV has kind of, you know, supported me so yeah. so yeah yeah all right so let's get off this really deep and yeah introspection. <laughs> let's go more yeah. lighthearted. what's one what's one location in the world that they haven't filmed at yet that you want to film at i have three okay let's hear them. so we've done like i want to we've done europe i want to do i want to do spain argentina and colombia Ooh. like the stories that i hear from all these places i'm like fuck because like when we're bored at home Everybody's talking about past seasons where they traveled and Johnny and Leroy talked about Columbia. I was like, I need to do all those three locations. Like, please, if I get called back, let it be one of those destinations. That would be <laughs> well, apparently Argentina is a hot spot right now. Right. From what I'm hearing. Yeah. So that might yeah. happen. That might happen. Uh, Josh is like, call me. <laughs> so, hey, I'm available. What's up? Right. Um, I like Argentina. Next year. Yeah. I know you don't do a lot of podcasts. I don't know if you listen to them or not, but recently bananas made an announcement that 
there's a very good chance that we're going to be seeing him pretty soon. So my question is, he have, said on the next season, yeah, he he's, specifically he's, said, but banana says a lot of things, true. right? He you said know? he was going to be on celebrity big brother too. Yeah. That would have been fire. If he would have <laughs> been so good. I don't know. How, the miss opportunity. Honestly. I don't know. If, yeah. Like if they let him stay in that house, that would be, they would have been screwed because bananas will work. Like oh, yeah. the only person I see politically and socially as good as bananas and like Wes in the, that I've seen big brother wise is like, Paul A, Derek L, those guys. You yeah, know what man. I mean? Yeah. Dr. But I know it is a very different social, social political game on both aspects. But um, the actual question is with him making that announcement, have you guys planned a vacation yet? <laughs> oh my <laughs> funny that you say that because we have been planned a vacation, but he's in town, so I'm actually seeing him this week. Oh, that's um, awesome. <laughs> so we're hanging out. Uh we're hanging out, I think Thursday and then Sunday we're gonna party. So I'm yeah, I'm gonna see Johnny, but Dude, I fucking love Johnny, and I I've missed not. He is one of the funniest, coolest people to fucking hang out with. But also, Johnny, I don't know what it was about me. I don't know. We built such a good friendship, and especially when we're filming, that he kind of takes me under his wing, and that's a friendship that you guys haven't seen on screen. And Johnny gives me the best advice when I'm off the rails, going crazy. He would be the one to pull me in and talk to me and like make sure that I was good or just like. You know, he's kind of like a big brother in the house for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I've missed him. I've missed him. I think I'm one of the people that has missed him the most filming because um, <laughs> I love the dude. So I'm so hyped and I hope that he does come back and doesn't take another fucking break. Right. <laughs> I, I, he's, he's awesome to film with. He's funny as shit, but um, just in the house as like a friend, he's somebody that I kind of leaned on and and and, and I miss having him there. So, yeah. I was going to say, I didn't, yeah, I wasn't aware that you guys had the friendship you guys no. had until you did his podcast and hearing you guys yeah. kind of go back and forth and talk. You can hear the the connection, the yeah. friendship. Like, yeah. yeah. I'm still going to say, though, like, Bananas gives some of the most fire intros, but oh the one God. he gave to Fessy, did you hear that one? Oh, my gosh. No, I didn't. I didn't. Oh, bro, I will go, I'll screen record it when we get done here, and I'll I'll shoot it over to you. Oh, bro, God. he, he, he kind of fucking murders Fessy. I know it's Fessy's so your boy, but he murders him, bro. <laughs> oh, no. I need to go back and listen to it. And Fessy laughs though. Yeah, no, he, Fessy, he he's a good sport about it. it. Yeah. He's a really good but sport. But it was, it yeah. was a it's good because we know Johnny. Yeah, we know Johnny. We know how he is. And that's how it is in the house. He's always fucking, you know, messing with somebody, talking shit and doing that, but it comes from a good place. So yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. good people. I love it. All right, let's go ahead. I was going to say, well, kind of speaking of talking shit and messing with people, you went into uh, elimination this season. I kind of wanted to touch on what it was like going through that elimination against uh, against Kyle because that one was yeah, that, that one was, was just wild. wild, and it was just it was one of those like we were literally sitting on our couch watching it. Like we did not know who was going to win that because it was so yeah. damn close, bro. I'm gonna be honest. I was so upset he picked you and not a man. Well, oh. like I was because so, I couldn't pick. I love I love y'all both. You know what I mean? Like it was so upsetting. Well, what people didn't see was that Kyle told me off camera that he wasn't going to pick me like the uh, night before and all that. And he was typing it up, but he want, like he said that he was to throw off Emmanuel. So I was like, OK, so I was completely blindsided. I mean, I, I expected it. I, I, I'm like, I fucking first off, I love Kyle. He's one of the funniest people to live with. I, I haven't done a season without him, so I've grown to have a good friendship with him. But I know in the game, he does whatever benefits him. So like it's what better. And I. You can't be mad at it. But I think that honestly, mentally at that point, I was blindsided. But then I was also, I don't want to say checked. I wasn't checked out, but I was burnt out. And it was because of the whole thing that 
like the lead up to that. And, and I was already struggling a little bit mentally. So I think that that's the one thing. Um, but yeah, that was such a good elimination and props. Kyle is so underrated. I think he's so fucking, he's an absolute beast yeah. and a workhorse and he doesn't stop moving. And I know his endurance is fire. So um, I knew it was going to be tough, but yeah, that was hard, man. That loss was so fucking, I mean, I had to travel for like two weeks after to kind of get over it. <laughs> Cause I was like, I need I'm, I'm just going to party. I was like, I'm just going to party my ass off and travel to just get over this shit. And best thing that I did. Um, oh, but bro. yeah, that was, that loss was tough. Cause we were so close to the final. If I were you, as soon as I walked off that camera, I'd been like, yo, beer, Modelo. Right. Now. Oh, no, that's exactly, no, that's exactly what they gave me. I think it was a bottle of wine and like a six pack. That's exactly, I got yeah. hammered in the hotel room. I oh, love yeah. it. Love it. Eat, yeah, I would have. Pull a David Hasselhoff, eat a cheeseburger, you know, do what you got to <laughs> oh, do. Oh my God. I like, yeah. Oh God. I fucking, yeah. I like to <laughs> eat a bag of chips, like M&Ms. I was just drinking, fucking watching movies. I knocked up, but yeah, that was depressing. That was, that loss was really hard because, I felt like I had played such a good game leading up to that. And I you felt did. like socially, nobody else would have picked me. Like if Kyle no. never picked me, not one person in that lineup was going to, I would have hit a final. Um, so that was so tough. Yeah, that sucked. That oh. sucked. I think, <laughs> dude, and here's my thing is like, I think certain players just sometimes catch the short end of a stick, right? Like, mm-hmm. and you kind of caught that in eliminations because I remember that elimination war of the world's one when it was you and Amanda versus Ashley and cam, like oh you guys gosh. were smoking them, smoking oh. them. And I know we got fucked. Yeah. And I'm just going to leave it at that. No, we I got agree. So fucked. And then um, by the rules, by the rules. And, and yeah, I'll, I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. Yeah. And then so. on top of the fact of, um, you know, War of the Worlds too. It's you get you have to go against fucking Jordan, Jordan, like like, who's a goat. Like you know, like ninety nine percent of people are going to lose that competition, regardless with Jordan. Like because Jordan's just a goat, like we said. Yeah. And then you have to go against another fucking goat the following season (laughs) in CT. And then you have to go against a beast like Kyle. And like we have debates on like who would win the pole wrestle, Wes or Kyle or Derek. You know, so like it's not like he's a slouch. Like I mean. You got one, I don't even want to call him a layup because that's such a cold term to use, but you got one guy yeah, that, no, no. you got one guy that you were, you weren't going against an absolute beast, a proven beast right? and you got to win. And, and the celebration, yeah. I know a lot, oh I know you got a lot of shit, but I love that celebration it's because it was so fucking pure. Yeah, that's who I am. I'm just like, I'm going to celebrate fucking everything. And like, I, I won the fucking it. Super Bowl. Yeah, like, bro. Uh, I love it. And they man. all know that. They all know that about me, but, um, but yeah, it's just, I mean, it, it's tough because, you know, I obviously get shit for my elimination record and all that stuff. But it's like, yeah, I have gone against experienced players and tough players, but also the eliminations that I go, I haven't been in a headbanger in five seasons. No. Some people have two to three headbangers in one season. So it's like, I haven't, and that's what I feel my strong suit would be. Put me in a hall brawl, put me in a fucking pole wrestle, put me in a balls in. I literally want those eliminations. I want to see that. I want to see how I'll do it. Um, and I haven't seen that. So it's like, it, it, it's just my luck, but also it's like, I, I have gone against some tough people and, and, and some fucking weird limbs. So it's just, I, I, <laughs> you know, I don't care. I think that the cool thing is that I've had the opportunity to continue to come back and grow and become more confident in competing. And I don't care if people see it or not. I know it yeah. and I feel it. And I know it in my mindset that 
I used to be my first season. I was so shaken up, and now I'm like ready. I'm like I see the fucking I see a ball there. I'm like I fucking go like I'm drooling out the mouth. I walk up to TJ. Yeah, I walk up to TJ. I see a plane in the fucking sky over forty feet of water. I'm like ah. But like I I I love the competition aspect. I've fallen in love with it, and the adrenaline junkie and just the competitive side of it all. I love all of it now. So it's like, um, I know that that's just going to continue to grow as I continue to do the show. So that's what I'm hyped about, that I think that people will see uh, me compete so much more better because I know mentally and physically I'm in a more better state and I'm more confident and I'm way stronger. So it's like, I know that going into future seasons, I'm going to give it my 110 into every single limb competition that I go into and I'm more confident now. So, yeah. And I think people forget, like Josh, you're not a you're not a, a tiny guy. You're probably no. what about six two? I'm I'm guessing. I'm yeah, six one two thirty. So I'm a big dude. I'm a big yeah. Guy. Like yeah. like you're made for those kind of eliminations, yeah. and that's what people yeah. forget. I mean, yeah. Like I think you know you see people on TV and you forget size difference. Like yeah. you know, like I know Johnny's probably about five nine, five ten is my guess somewhere five in that. Ten. Yeah, yeah five ten. I. But he's always standing on the back of the risers, so he looks really yeah, tall. But, but then you see CT standing next to Fessy, and you're like, oh, he's like six foot. But then we were talking to, uh, who was it, Tyler the other Tyler day. Tyler Duckworth. Yeah, and he's like, nah, dude, he's like 6'2". He's huge. He looks like a fullback. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's going to be interesting when we finally do get to see you go in there. I just hope yeah. if you end up doing a hall brawl, don't, don't go in against Fessy, bro. Oh, uh, no. I mean, you can't control that, right? But um, no, I, that's the one person I don't want to go. Yeah. Uh, it's an absolute beast. But also, fucking Fessy's like my brother, man. He's one of my best friends. So I think that in future seasons, we're, I mean, we definitely had the biggest lesson this, this year. And we learned to not fucking screw each other over, especially me. Um, but I think that you guys are going to see us. I mean, I think we're going to wreak havoc and love it or hate it. I think that you know, me, Fessy, and Casey are 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 going to be in a really good spot going into future seasons. So I'm excited to see how it plays out for us. And yeah. you know what? And and I'd be missed to say that there wasn't a lot of growth and improvement on Fessy's gameplay this season. Oh, too. Yeah. I mean, I don't Even just from the little bit we got to see. Yeah, I don't think him yeah. throwing in Amber B was necessarily the smartest game move for him. Probably not. But <laughs> it's still oh, a vast yeah. improvement to kind of what happened in Double Agents from what we saw. As well, yeah, I agree. I completely agree. Yeah. So I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm interested to see that growth as well. Um, you know what, Josh? I mean, I've pretty much gone through almost all the questions I can think of on this. Yeah. Um, I have our our one. I want to do. A, I, I want to do a rapid fire though, like not rapid fire, but like I have a question, but it's different. That's, that's fine because I know that Josh is going to pick if I allow him to do it. So I'm going to take away these people. You have to pick. Oh a, God! You have to pick a team of two women and one other man, including yourself. So it'd be two guys, yourself, and another guy, and then two women. But you can't pick uh, Fessy or Casey. Who are your choices? Oh, oh my God. Tori and Nani are the girls. Yeah. I love it. Tori and Nani and um, I can't pick Fessy. Uh, Devin. I love it. Nice. I love it. Because I think where, where, where I think his strengths are my weaknesses. Like the guy's a genius, good at puzzles. I'm good at puzzles, but he's great at puzzles. Um, good at math, biggest weakness. Um, and then endurance wise, I know that he can do his thing. So yeah, I think. Devin, yeah, I think I like that would it. be an awesome team. Yeah, no, I, I'd be uh, game to watch that. And, oh, yeah. and shout out to Nani and Casey. I mean, um, that was the most heartbreaking elimination I've ever uh, fucking seen uh, in my life. That was, I, I'm watching that was, yeah, that was tough. Balled my eyes out That's at that, it. and then the the TJ Nelson moment that got me. Oh, just just real quick, all I have to say is 
Yeah. Devin should be very happy that the orange team finished where they did. Otherwise it would have ended up being a Devin backpack. Right. <laughs> I think so. I think so. So actually, this is something I have to ask you because I know you're a fan. Which one do you think is more impressive? Banana's backpack or Tori doing the Amanda Satchel? The Amanda Satchel. Banana's backpack is just iconic. I mean, that's one of the first clips that I've watched before. I I went on YouTube and I started watching clips and that was the first one that popped up. And I was like, oh my God, this is what I'm walking into. Like, holy shit. Um, But yeah, the Bananas backpack is just iconic. I mean, Tori fucking... Tori killed it. Oh I mean, Tori was waiting for a moment like that. For, yeah, he was. Bro, we talked to her like a week before that it episode was, No, aired. it was like three days and before the episode And she's like, just aired. wait, you'll she's love like, it. you're gonna love it. And I do have to admit, I stole your guys' style. I showed up to the interview in a turtleneck and a polo. Or a turtleneck and a blazer. That's like a signature now. It's like, now we need a turtleneck every season. Right? It's like... <laughs> That's like our uniform. Yes. You have to have and one confessional. One <laughs> confessional in it one. at minimum. Please one. And then I guess the only other question I have is the final one. And I'll let you go ahead. And, oh, no, 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 so, no. I'm sorry. What? My bad. You have, you're getting ready to go into a hall brawl. You listen, you get one song oh, yes. to listen to, to listen to, to hype you up. What's that song? Oh my God. There's so many. Like System of the Down. I don't know. There's so much shit that I would listen to. Um... Oh, okay. How about this? A little bit easier way of doing it. You get into the gym. When you get to the gym, first thing you do, hop on the treadmill. I warm up for 20 minutes. So I jump on the treadmill um, or the bike, warm up for 20 minutes, and then I go into weights. Yeah. What's the song you listen to as you're hopping on the treadmill? I usually anything like Meek Mills. Anything Meek Mills. Meek like, Mills. Okay. Uh, yeah. Meek. I like Tupac. I like hip hop. So anything like hip hop. Yeah. I, I figured going with God's plan last night was going to work, but I just I wasn't <laughs> sure. So uh, typically after, because this episode. We do, we do a lot of promo. We do highlight videos. We do, you know, all kinds of stuff like that. So we like to know like what kind of music you guys like. And, you know, so we can make some custom like promotion of videos and stuff like that for you nice. guys. So. Yeah. yeah, I just want to make sure because like the last thing we want to do is like if we had Wes on like pair him with like Tupac when we know he likes you know Hard rock yeah. Avenged yeah. Sevenfold. You know, I like I like um anything like Bad Bunny. So you guys know Bad Bunny? Yeah, I know who he is. Anything bad, anything Bad Bunny, like anything along that realm. So. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> All right. Yeah. We'll put some together on that. Yeah. So I have one, uh, I have one last question that we like to ask everybody that we have on. And then I have one small request before we let you go. Um, yeah. but the, uh, the question is, um, you know, when, when reality TV is over and you're done going on and, you know, you turn Instagram off and all that kind of stuff. Um, can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I can't wait. <laughs> I'm like, when is that stage in my life coming? Because I'm ready. <laughs> like, let's can we do that today? Like, yeah. but what what message do you want to leave behind with like the fandom? What do you want people to remember about Josh Martinez? Oh my god, I fucking love this question. Holy <laughs> shit, what a good question. Well, thank you. Um, I don't know. I think about that all the time. I think that the more that I do the show, I I've grown to understand that there's a bigger responsibility because it's access to so many thousands of people um, that I become more aware of that. And um, like, I think that people have seen me in this chapter of my life. It's like, okay, you see the emotional side, you see the craziness and you caught me at this moment in my life from 23 to 28 now of reality TV. Right. But you don't really know my story. Um, And I think that I grew up a very humble 
God, like I lived in a studio with my parents and all that stuff. And if anything, just, you know, all the odds were stacked against me and I made everything happen for myself and I continue to even within this game and not so just that I'm just persevering through any obstacle and, and just, you know, stay authentically you. They may love you, they may hate you, but just stay true to who you are and the right people are going to connect with it. And yeah, that's the one thing that I constantly have to remind myself. It's like, you know what? I'm not doing this for any other reason, but for that it has better mind in my family's life and the right person is going to see the good in me. So just do good, be a good person and just stay true to you. I, I love it. I love it so much. And I think that, you know, and that's a, that's a big reason that I like to ask this question is that, um, you know, you guys go on the show for you and follow your dreams and all that, but you know, obviously it is a platform and it is a way to, you know, leave behind a message and, and, you know, try yeah. to teach people something again that maybe they wouldn't have you know, thought of or, or learned elsewhere. And so I think that's an incredible answer. And, and I think it suits you perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> and then the one last little request I wanted to ask, just because I am such a huge fan of yours. I was wondering if maybe I could get just a little that, I would have been pots of pants for you, but I, I, I like, I, I have like PTSD from that. Now, but yeah, I guess we could sign off with do a little. Yes, I love it so much. You know what's so crazy about that? I didn't even think that was gonna hit. I, I like. I didn't think anything of it. I didn't think anything about it. And four years later, people still tell me to bang pots and pants on cameo. So it's wild. Bro, it's your signature. <laughs> it is. I'm never gonna yeah, I'm never gonna run away from that. It's, it's my signature. I can't believe we got the dun 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 dun, dun, dun for closing. That's better than goodbye. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. As soon as he like, as soon as we knew for sure he was coming on, I was like, okay, this is going to be the last thing we do with Josh. Like, we are going to do like a joint like that 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 that. Maybe, like, maybe we oh could lose that for our intro music for this episode. <laughs> I'll just take the audio of him banging the pans and chasing uh, chasing Mark around the house. <laughs> oh, that's what I wanted to say is I wanted to say one of my favorite moments of him on Big Brother was that part where they're doing the outdoor competition and he's going, you bunch of meatballs, Ken, I love you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I love that you. One, that one. And I wanted I was trying to find a way to like lead into it. But then I was like, you know what? It's just stupid. It's not even like important. It's just me like fangirling out. And I've already fangirled out like so much. I damn near threw up before the ep the interview even started. But is when he's sitting in that room in the I can't remember. I can't remember what's called, but the the little room in the Big Brother house with Paul A and he finds out what Paul A has been doing oh. and that look on his face it's now a gif is like one of my favorite freaking oh, like God. Josh so moments good. aside so from good. like the the da, 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 da. I don't even like the circus song I don't circus even know what you call yeah. it the pots and pans I don't know what you call yeah, it but. we're calling it the the Martinez pots and pans remix is what we're calling it <laughs> He's like, I can't bang pots and pans for you. I'm like, it's fine. Please don't do that. It would probably sound really, really bad through my headphones. 
<laughs> I wouldn't be mad if he like got a special set of pots and pans that he brought with him onto every reality TV show that he brought out just for that specific purpose. Dude, he should just like make his own set of pots and pans and sell them. And you know what I mean? Like when you bang them together, it plays the circus song. That, that, that. Right? Yeah. Like, look at us. We're pro- we got you, businesses for Rachel. We got businesses for Josh. Right? You can have Damn. that idea, Josh. It's That's all, all you. Shit. We're going to have to send this to you right, right away. <laughs> No, that was that was so amazing. And honestly, like it was so cool to just talk to him. He was so open and just like receptive to to being open and to talking to us about everything. And like, it's just so cool. And I'm so glad he decided to do it. I know that it's, you know, especially someone in his position, because he is such a polarizing character on both Big Brother and uh, I almost said Survivor on Big Brother and the challenge. He'd be dope on Survivor, though. I know I wanted to ask him, but then it was just like it, I saw the time and I was like, OK, I got to prioritize things I want to ask yeah. him. Oh, I could have um, kept him always, on here for another hour just talking yeah, shit with I him. I could have done a five hour because, with him. <laughs> because <laughs> you know? I know he's a, a sports fan. I see him at like the Heat games and yeah. Dolphin games all the time. I always started chopping well, shop football. His, his cup. He yeah, it was a the, heat mm-hmm. cup. Yeah. But um, anyway, uh, you know, he just yeah, he was just he was so cool. It was so cool to talk to him. Um, But anyway, that's what I was saying is that, you know, he's such a, a polarizing character on on both shows that, you know, I, I can understand the nervousness of like wanting to go on podcasts and so many of these you know podcasts and articles and journalists and stuff like they'll take advantage of a situation, you know, which gives the rest of us like people like us who who don't do that and we're not here for that. You know, it, it gives us a bad name. but. So it makes me really, really thankful that Josh was willing to give us an opportunity, even if it took us some time to kind of convince him, like, hey, look, we're cool. Like, (laughs) we're not going to do anything crazy. Like, we're fans. We're not going to, like, nothing, you know? And so I'm really, really, really grateful that he he decided to finally give us an opportunity and uh, that he showed up today and we had such a good time. Right. Yeah. And look, I get it. Like, like you said, he's a polarizing character on both shows. Yeah. But sitting here talking to him, I understand why he makes friends so easily. He's very charismatic. He's a very open and genuine guy. You can tell when he's saying something, he means it. Yep. And, you know, we asked him some difficult about some difficult situations and he was pretty transparent, as transparent as he could be about that. Right. Without getting himself in trouble. Into trouble. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And and which is something we would never want. Yeah. And there's even things that we've talked about with him that probably won't make the final cut. But the one thing I want to say about Josh is I think he is extremely misunderstood because of the edit he receives. Yes. And if anyone would be able to sit down and have a 30 minute conversation, I dare them to walk away saying that that's not a good dude. In the first like 10 minutes after just sitting here talking to him and just like even just getting into the hellos and how you doings and all of that. And just again, hearing how genuine he is and seeing how genuine he is, his smile and is just everything. And he's just, he's Josh. And I love it. I love him. I love him. I love him. I love him. I loved him before. I love him even more now. And I'm just, uh, yeah. I'm going to send a message message over to Josh Martinez, Stan in our group, apologizing for talking shit. <laughs> and I'm going to start rooting for Josh on every challenge now. I feel bad that I didn't mention uh, Josh's uh, number one fan on, from our IG page, Amy Cavallaro or whatever. Mm-hmm. You just did. I did. Shouts, Amy. We got you the Josh interview. You have been tagging us. You've been commenting. You've been messaging. You have been hitting us up for months now. And here you go, girl. Josh yeah. Martinez. You ask, we deliver. We and deliver. 
just don't ask for someone like CT because we can't deliver that yeah. shit. I mean, we could try. We, we we'll try. never give up. OK, we encourage everybody to follow their dreams, no matter how, uh, you know, um, un- unattainable they may seem, you know, but but don't count on CT. <laughs> yeah. Don't. Yeah, don't. Don't hold your breath. But with that being said, we do have some fire stuff coming out. So make sure that you guys are following us on Spotify, on IG, Apple Podcasts, Twitter. Um, You know, follow us on Facebook. Come join the Facebook fan groups. We do tons of like polls and we play games and do hypotheticals. And, you know, we talk a lot of shit. It's it's a lot of fun. So if you're not in the groups, come join the groups. Come follow us on IG. Um, you know, all that kind of stuff. And uh, you'll be able to keep up better with, um, you know, what kind of roundtable discussions we have coming out, what kind of interviews we have coming out and uh, all kinds of other fun stuff we do. So, yeah, exactly. And, and instead of seeing, you know, hear me be an asshole for, you know, twice a week for two hours, you can come into the group and see it all the time. Yeah, all day, every day, every day. <laughs> and I'm just saying, you know, that's that's worth the price of admission, which is clicking join group. <laughs> <laughs> so guys and like karina said go through do us a favor download the episode subscribe rate us five stars if you don't stop being a hater just do it like it ain't gonna cause you any issues like you're not gonna get in trouble for rating us five stars even if you don't like us yeah exactly. just saying yeah and uh s- send josh some love guys yeah just absolutely send josh love all the love we're sending all our love and um just be good to each other out there. Yeah, real talk. Be good. Remember, everybody's fighting a battle you know nothing about. And try to keep that in mind and love one another. As Jackie Moon once said, ELE, everybody love everybody. With that being said, y'all have a great night. I'm out. For Ricky Hayes, my beautiful wife, Karina. Bye. Bye.